This is 89.1 WEMU, and I'm David Fair. When it comes to how humans should treat animals, public opinion can be complicated. Take the debate over Michigan House Bill 5321. It would ban wildlife sterilization throughout the state. Those who testified in Lansing against it included those on both sides of Ann Arbor's deer call debate. But in this instance, they agreed. The city's deer sterilization study should be allowed to continue. In the second installment of this two-part Green Room series, Barbara Lucas looks for more common ground and explores the complex underlying values on questions of wildlife management. That's the famous welcome at the century-old Antlers restaurant in Sault Ste. Marie, over 300 miles due north of Ann Arbor. I almost feel like I'm on another planet. There are over 200 taxidermy mounts gazing on us from every available wall and rafter, from deer fawns to polar bears. But it's likely safe to say hunters feel right at home here. All my kids hunt and fish. Uh, the Chippewa County Shooting Association um, has their meetings here. I'm talking with owner Chris Sabo and trying not to let the taxidermy bother me. The Humane Society of the United States has a campaign against trophy hunting, and truthfully, I'm not keen on it either. But when Sabo talks, I can see his points. You know, I mean, we have lions, but that's, you know, those are 50-year-old mounts. You know, when those animals were hunted, it was legal, you know. Sabo says they are a taxidermy orphanage. They don't buy or sell mounts and thus don't contribute to that market. You know, what do you do now? Do you, do you, you know, do you get rid of the mount just because, you know, or do you follow the rules with, okay, these mounts can't cross state lines, you know, stuff like that. Regardless, he acknowledges that some city folk just might not get the hunting mentality. You know, why would you shoot Bambi? Why would you, you know... Why would you take your kid out and learn him how to shoot a gun and then he's going to end up shooting up the school or something like that? You know, why would you do that? You know, the, the concept is a little tricky for people that don't, don't live in rural areas. For instance, the uproar over coyote hunting. You know, a coyote hunt to them and it sounds inhumane. You know, you come up here and I've got them in my yard. He says they're so numerous they roam his lawn in broad daylight. And our deer population is decimated because of them, it seems like a fairly natural thing to do. The coyote is not endangered. It's not. From a hunter's perspective, a healthy deer population provides both outdoor recreation and nutrition. It's a resource to be protected, whether from coyotes, from disease, or from sterilization programs. Back in Ann Arbor, some people want to protect deer for very different reasons. I'm in a coffee shop with Dr. Nirmala Hankey. She's a member of FAWN, Friends of Ann Arbor Wildlife in Nature. She's guided by the principle, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Do no harm, the golden rule. The golden rule is like basic to, you know, to most world religions in one form or another. And why don't we extend that to animal beings and plant beings to the extent that we can? I mean, you don't have to devastate forests or whatever. Dr. Hankey does acknowledge that hunting has deep roots. Okay, so yes, it's part of our history, but consciousness is always evolving. And so now we're at the point where we can say, no, we don't need to be killing animals. Why do we need to kill animals? It's not, it's not the right thing to do. She says her group, Fawn, is united against Ann Arbor's deer call. What right do we have to call, call any 
species, a nuisance species. We're all here living on this planet. We need to live together. The humans need to figure it out. And they don't go for the argument that culling will benefit the herd by reducing the likelihood of spreading the deadly chronic wasting disease. Where, how is it that we think that we can do what's best for the deer by killing them instead of letting nature take its course? While they may be of one voice against the call, she says within Fawn's ranks there are various opinions on the city's deer sterilization program. Personally, she has reservations. So we're interfering with the the life of a doe. She's no longer going to be able to have children. You know, who are we to say that that's okay to do? But she does not want the sterilization option to be taken off the table in Michigan, which is the intent of House Bill 5321 as proposed by Representative Tristan Cole. Cole feels hunting is the answer, even in urban areas. Hankey disagrees. It's going against what I would say is the value, the values that people in Ann Arbor hold about nature and about the sacredness of life. So, But she acknowledges Ann Arbor is not of one voice on the cull and thus feels the sterilization option has value. This is kind of a compromise point uh, between the two groups, the two sides, not the two groups, the two sides. The deeper I delve, the more nuances and common ground appear. For instance, while Dr. Hankey is a member of PETA, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, she has reservations about some of their less than peaceful tactics. And back at the Antlers restaurant with owner Chris Sabo, while he admits, You know, we're not the spot, I don't think, for PETA. At the same time, he praises PETA's efforts to reduce suffering in factory farmed animals. I think they have some things that they do well, like how are those animals treated in a large volume situation. Sable feels it's counterproductive to focus only on polarized views. You know, I think most people fall into that middle ground, uh, and then, but the people that get a lot of the press are the ones on both sides of it. You know, you, you can pry the gun from my cold dead hand, or, you know, we need to go 100% vegan and stop killing animals. You know, those two people are actually minorities. The, the rest of the world falls somewhere in between. While he believes knowledge and communication can reduce polarization, he says we often prejudge rather than carefully consider the issues. And I think that's a flaw in our society in general. As a high-paced member of society, we read the headlines and, and make a decision, not the content. You know, with the way the internet is, and the way people's attention span is, is they don't dig real deep. They don't, you know, um, you don't see a lot of people engaging an issue and then gradually changing their mind. I'm reminded of Dr. Hankey's comments about her Jain religion. And Anikantavada, which is another Jain principle, means respect for multiple points of view, that the truth is in all the points of view, not in one side or another side. It's a fable of the Indian, the elephant with the five blind men, and each blind man thinks he knows what he has, the tail, the trunk, but no, all of them together know what they have, and that's true for this issue too. Respecting the complexity of issues and diversity of opinions wasn't always a value at the Antlers restaurant. Back in Prohibition times, it was named the Blood Bucket Saloon for all the fights that broke out. Originally, the bells and whistles meant that somebody had a gun um, or a knife or there was a fight or uh, the feds were on their way. 
Now the ruckus serves to celebrate birthdays and anniversaries, and open minds are valued, not closed fists. In the Green Room, I'm Barbara Lucas, 89.1 WEMU News. The Green Room is a presentation of the WEMU News Department and is heard on the last Friday of each month. For resources on how to follow pending legislation regarding deer sterilization and for more background to the localized Ann Arbor issues, visit our website at WEMU.org. I'm David Fair, and this is 89.1 WEMU-FM and WEMU-HD1 Ypsilanti.